video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Round one. Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the Hunger Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 26th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net. No, I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8Bit. As usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Sam Abraham at 8Bit Sam Fried, Reese, aka Reese Kirby. How are you doing tonight, my brothers? Mate, Mate. we are doing fantastically. Got something a little bit different going on. We've got a bit of that uh, THG at night going on. I was going to say, it's another episode of THG up late, Nights. after dark. <laughs> yeah, and, could, uh, could get a little bit raunchy here, so just forewarning to you all. It is totally not our element. Could I'm just get juicy. Say, we're morning people, mm. right? We are. We no, are we're not. We're definitely not. Oh, okay. Speaking <laughs> of <laughs> mornings, I believe someone was born on a certain morning. It was. I was born uh, last happened. Wednesday, oh, last thirty Wednesday. mornings I, ago. <laughs> I had no idea where that was going. <laughs> yes. So apologies here from all three. Brendan of us. gave birth to a burrito. <laughs> is what we're trying to say. That's most mornings. Six pounds eight ounces. Oh, I heard. Disgusting. Mm. There's always disgusting. beans in it. Somehow. Is it chicken or beef? Always chicken. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, so I couldn't I'm, exactly get much of an applause going, but I managed to find some um, ducks quacking outside that were happy to. I do like ducks. Wish you a happy birthday. So I like to get them all in a row. There right, you ducks. go. Go away. Go away, duck. Shoot. Bloody. Side but anyway, ducks. apologies that this is coming out a couple of days later than usual. We did have a uh, pressing matter of a birthday party to attend. Still recovering. It was all right. Yeah. Shout out to Goros. Yeah, yeah. The uh, fried chicken there. Maybe, maybe Sydney's finest Japanese arcadey crossover, whatever kind of bar. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a uni it. bar. It's a uni bar. It's, it's a good spot through. for a drink though, because they've got um, like booths there, so you can just chill. With yeah, great spot. And the private den. You get the private den. You're laughing. If yeah. you're in with the plebs, I love that we times. had we had the private den until about twelve, but then everyone just thought that. That was, was it. That was still our private den. Yeah. And we had, there was no one in there except the three of us <laughs> at like 2 a.m. And then everyone was just like, why don't we just go in? And then yeah. all like, no, no, can't, can't. <laughs> That's Brendan's birthday. Yeah. They'd pop their head through the curtain and see us three sitting there in the shadows. <laughs> Get out! Drinking mushy mushies. <laughs> Mate, I am Goro. Yeah, you, you are Goro. i got four arms. Oh, yeah. Definitely got three legs. Oh. You know what I mean? But anyway, it's been... It's been a good week. 30 going on. We are still coming down from the weekend prior to this weekend just gone. Absolutely. Where we were down in Adelaide, South Australia. We got high on that convention air. Got high on that anime video game convention air. Mm. Oh, yeah. And like probably before we even get into it, thank you to the D1 DLC guys who really went out of their way to show us around town. Oh, yeah. Talk talk about local hospitality. If um, If you need another podcast to get you through the week... Mm. Check out D1 DLC. They're available on yeah. iTunes. And, and anyone that's got a bit of a fetish for, for shaved-headed guys with beards, check them out because <laughs> that must be a prerequisite to get into the D1 DLC crew because carbon coffee, you handsome devils. But Walked no. in, it was like being John Malkovich. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. But no, it was good. And we had a great time. 
We are going to get some content up about Avcon eventually. We have been a little bit slack. As soon as you give me the SD card. <laughs> I probably should have brought that here. With but the anyway. footage. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing for another day. That's all right. We'll get our act together. But before, before we dive into a bit more of the Avcon, what have you guys been doing for the past you know, eight or nine days anyway? Tell me. I, Sam, I know you've got a magical new title. I, I think we need to go to do Sam I? straight away. You do. Do I? The prophecy has finally been acknowledged. I, or... don't, even, I don't really want to talk about it though. Overwatch? Yeah. All right. So like just, just so that it's on record yeah. for mm. everyone, I got Overwatch. So yeah. Turncoat McGee or whatever the hell yeah. nickname you have <laughs> out the window now. It was, it was yes. officially, it's officially expunged from the record. Yeah, you're just back to being that bastard Sam. I'm just back to being a, just your regular old- Regular coat. Thorn in your side. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's good. I, I enjoy it. I haven't really had as much of a chance to explore it as I, I would have hoped to by now. It's been, um, it's been still pretty crazy eight days, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying Genji. I think it's a lot of fun. I finally get it. Torbjorn is a bit broken. Um, outside of that, it just all seems like I need to play more, learn everything. And then once I've got a handle on that, I know exactly what to shit on about it. What are you thinking about it so far? Like, I guess this can be to both of you guys, cause you're still pretty, pretty new to the Overwatch realm as well. Yeah. Does it deserve the hype that it's pretty much getting universally from most players? Like, do you think... It is as good as everyone says it is, or to, for me personally has <laughs> said it is. Yeah, well, look, to, to put it in perspective for everyone, I think I hit level 12 last night. Yep. So that's where I'm at. That's how much how many games I've played. Yeah, it's a bit of hustle. Um, I've, I don't know. Blizzard have this great way of, with their games, making it simple enough that it's accessible to everyone and then just adding a little bit of depth, just enough depth mm. to, uh, to make it interesting. Mm. But I think that they always have balance issues and that really strikes me at the moment with this game is that it's hard to get around balance issues like Torbjorn. But it is still early days for Overwatch anyway. It's yeah. still very early on. Um, I, look, I'm, I'm not sure if all of the hype, like it killed, not killed it, but I, I was expecting a bit more than what I'm getting mm. at the moment. And I'm not sure if that's because the, it Do was overhyped. Like character-wise or content-wise or... Uh, look, it's. I, I think it's more around the look and feel of the game itself. Mm, okay. Um, I like. It's not. I don't know. It's. I. I do find it a little bit underwhelming. Mm. Even when I'm playing with friends, I, I. I don't see why I would keep playing this game over. Um, another MOBA or another online competitive game, okay. and I'm not too sure if that's again because I'm not sure of like the characters and the maps yeah. yet, and I haven't learned the you know the meta and the strategy, or if it's just because. You know, I could sit there and I could play Torbjorn and smash some turret together, mm. and that's always going to get me play the play the game. You know what I mean? I get you. I get you. Yeah. Again, I, I, before anyone writes in angry, level twelve. All right. So <laughs> I'm open to my view being changed in a week or two. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, yeah. I started off the game um, just you know hopping on Torb and Bastion, not realizing mm. that those two characters fall into that scumbag category. I don't. But I don't think Bastion falls into that category. Oh. I think Bastion's easy to kill you, but you put bastion as a turret in that um it's when you put bastion no. as a turret in the area that you're supposed to capture that's when it's like no but even then when, when even you, then, when you pain still, train bastion forget about was it was that when he's on a car when he's in no, as the tank. It, it's when reinhardt stands in front of him with his shield yeah and then mercy stands behind bastion and does the damage increase it, but i've found i've, I've especially mm, if you're holding the point i've still found that uh, i've still found that 
and this is part of what I like about it is that you can change characters on the fly and you can have mm. multiple people playing as the same yeah, character. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I, I find that, you know, when you're going up against situations like that, there's a character to counter that, you know? So and that's one of the things I've enjoyed about Genji is he's so mobile mm. that I can get around the walls and shit that most people have Especially to walk around. Especially his deflectability. His deflectability is yeah. crazy. That utility yeah. does me in so much. I, I've so, only played as him once, but and I really want to try and... He's a lot of Get fun. Get my head I'm, around him. I'm really enjoying playing him. Because I've had a lot of battles with the first with one you picked some up. pretty beefy guys. Yeah, but I find him very easy. Yeah? Yeah, I do think he's quite easy. Mm. Well, wow. well, that's the thing. He's got a good mixture of... Obviously, he's got his merely sword sort of swipe and then he's got his shuriken throw. So he can... Do a little bit of damage from range. You can, you know, get in close, do some serious damage with the sword. His deflectability has chewed me up more times than I yeah. care to admit. Yeah, but, but and, that, and that's what Sam says. It's like for every um, action, there's an equal opposite reaction yeah. to another character. So it's like you can find opposite characters that uh, you should play. Like, as, as Sam said, you can change characters on the fly. So mm. when you play... You're like, oh, there's a Torbjorn, a, a Genji, and a whatever on that team. So I should really play as Reinhardt because that will give me the best against yeah, those three yeah. characters. So it's like that strategy is coming through. I think the game is fantastic. It's a lot of fun. I love playing it. Um, I definitely think it lives up to the hype. Mm. I don't think it's major league gaming worthy though. I don't think this should be in the same category as your CSGO, your League of Legends and all of that stuff. Yeah, I, I think the skill cap's a lot lower. You know, I really think yeah. it's a lot easier than those games and I don't think it deserves to be in that category where people yeah. are going to start putting yeah. money on it and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit of a push on that for now. I won't confirm nor hard deny, but I think once once you get into ranked, then you'll see not only the overall player ability, but, but also the team ethic yeah, but and I was the the strats start uh, to come into play. I was enough. having this chat with someone the other night though, right? In Spawn Point, there's uh, like a console set up with Super Smash. Yeah. And there's this douchebag who who just like haunts it. Um, who like has his own profile set up on the, the machine. Ghost of Samus. And lost. has its own custom settings. Get lost. And like every time you, you know you go near the machine, he kind of like moses up and is like, oh, can I play? Does he tip his right? fedora when he comes in? Mate, if he had a, his fedora on his head, like honestly, he would wear a fedora. I'm sorry to all the fedora wearers. So like twice no, I've sorry. seen this They're guy. Like- twice I've seen <laughs> twice I've seen this guy there. The first time he played, he like it was me and a buddy. We don't play this game, and he's like, "Oh, look! If you don't play, play two v one versus me." Like being really wanky about it. Yeah. And we ended up like beating him in free for alls. Right. He clearly loves that game. He he froths it. He plays it all the time. It's his life, pretty much. I like not only. I mean, look, I play a lot of games. My mate plays a lot of games. We smashed him in it. Mm. We smashed each other in it. But the second time I went back, hence the name, some girl smashed him in it. Like not sorry, that sounded really sexist. It's not that some go. It's just this random person who rocked up who mm. doesn't play games. Like in a big eight-player brawl, clearly who has no idea what she's doing, came out on top and won. Like the skill cap of a game like Super Smash is so low that mm. just about anybody can pick it up. Yeah, and yeah. I think that I think that you know as much strategy as there actually is in it, and there is, it's never going to be as hard as CS. It's never going to be as hard as Dota Two. Like yeah. it's just not. I don't, they haven't made this game to be that though, in my opinion. No, they haven't, and that's the thing. But that's why and that's like, fine. That's why Reese. Mm. I agree with Reese that it's just not comp- as like it, it's not worth getting excited about competitive play in a game like Overwatch, which is so accessible. It's the mm. same as comparing Magic and Hearthstone. Yeah, I love Hearthstone to the point where I drunkenly spent 160 bucks on it. <laughs> Thanks, Adelaide. Thanks, Thanks, Great Northerns. I know that when I'm looking at both games, I know that it's a shit ton harder to play Magic than it is Hearthstone. Mm, Yeah. So you know, I respect Magic players more than I respect Hearthstone pros. 
Now, I know we've got a lot to get through today, so I'm going to cap our Overwatch talk there because... Yeah, fair, cool. Uh, you know, we've, we've, we've discussed this a lot. <laughs> um, one thing I am going to talk about briefly, which I think all of us have watched, if not, Sam hasn't. But if you haven't watched it... I think I know where you're going with this. Please go and watch the show Stranger Things on No, Netflix. I started last on night. On Netflix, yeah. Oh my God, I started last yeah. night and then I had a dream that this girl at work went missing. <gasps> yeah, oh. and it was really funny too. The dream was great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like Stranger Things the musical. <laughs> well, we won't we won't divulge spoilers because it's still a bit um, early uh, in the day for people to be uh, fully up to speed on this. I personally binge watched it in a whole week. I know people that it, actually I think you did it in one night. Didn't I you, did it on Monday. Like I started Monday at about three and I finished it Tuesday morning at about five a.m. Because it's eight. crammed it. Eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes, one hour each. Yeah, thereabouts. And you could do it in a day. It's basically Tron meets Poltergeist meets all of the amazingly nostalgic horror movies from the 80s, but done so tastefully mm. that uh, the music and the title sequences and the aura yeah. that, the, that, the, uh, that, the, that the show gives off is so on point with uh, the atmosphere that it's trying to create yeah. is that it just transports you into that time. It's it's a love letter to Steven Spielberg, John Carpenter. Stephen King. And the King from yeah. the 80s. It is so good. And even though it hams it up at times, it's completely done within itself that it doesn't just become this weird parody. And and the four True. little... The four... Oh, the five kids. If you include um, Eleven. Not going in spoilers. Just name, that's it. They are fantastic actors. And, All of them. Um, I mean, and you can't say that often with kids. I just loved that they had that that childlike energy. It didn't feel like they were reading from a from a script. Yeah, in the, my opinion, the fact that D and D is in there as well. D and D is heavily referenced. Yeah, great stuff. Um, mm. I think once Sam finishes watching it, we will get into um, the finer mechanics. I do have a few gripes with the show that I need to bring up, but they are sort of also things that I'm willing to let go um, for the, I guess, greater good of the storyline. Mm. But listen, if you haven't watched it, it's a it's five-star recommendation great from me fun. and Brendan mm. and Sam probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, get out there, watch Stranger yeah. Things, Netflix. It's it's the we'll surprise see. the surprise of the year as far as new television shows for me goes so far. Yep. Mm. No? No, but I mean, no one, no like one knows. For, for 2016. Like, like obviously like things who, like who, Mr. Robot who, 2015. Mr. Who's Robot's watched Horace and Pete? No. Yeah. No. So, yeah. But that's all right. That's my opinion. But anyway. Is that on Netflix? Uh, no, it's Louis C.K.'s show and it's available on his website. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so with uh, with that, what I'm not sure about yet with Stranger, Stranger, uh, Things. Stranger Things is whether or not it's a one season show or if it's like going to go into season two. Because uh, I'm trying to work out like yeah. in my head, where does the story go? I, th- I think ultimately, I, can, I yeah. think genuinely this thing was made as just a one and done single season. The way it finishes, I'm not going into anything. The way it finishes, it just feels that way to me. Okay. But I think the fact that, you know, the the internet society has just grabbed this. I yeah. think it's going to be like American Horror Story. And it's like it's or, just um, taken on a life of its own now. Like I was driving through through Mossman today and there was digital signs hyping it up. Like yeah. a nothing show where the biggest actor is like, Winona Wright is still reputable. But like, yeah, you know, she, she, she hasn't done anything since, <laughs> she? since like Mr. Deeds or something. That's the last thing I can remember in. Was she in Mr. Deeds? But like, that's the biggest name. Yeah, she was. Oh. She was the reporter. Ah. Uh, but yeah, she's the biggest name in this. Like it's uh, a whole Okay, so you think it's unknowns. a self-contained season, but they might do so. another season. I, I think based of off this like hype. True Detective, love, like yeah. American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Or if anything, they might take the same story and like put it in the future. But I don't know. Who cares? Mm. Cool. Um, 
yeah, so that's my other thing that I wanted to mention. If you haven't watched that show, watch no, it. No, um, couldn't agree more. Other than that, I've been playing a game. Oh, here we go. Uh, called Western Press. Oh, we saw this one at Avcon. Yes, in the indie games room. And you got uh, you latched onto it. Sam had a good crack at it. He actually we all beat had a bit of a go at, this at game. it. Got the record. Oh, here we go. Got the record. <laughs> actually, the guy at the booth just actually said to me, the guy on before you had been here for like an hour and you just got the record. First try. So uh, Western Press hard. is a, a great little game um, developed by Surprise Attack Games. Correct. And uh, it's, I guess you'd call it a memory game, but it's intertwined with a bit of a history lesson. Yeah, so it's based on a true story, isn't it? It is based on a true story. Um, and I'm not going to lie, the subject matter on it's quite heavy. Is it, is it based on a true story or is it based on... Just uh, colonial, not colonial times, but times on like the American front. So is it just the setting or is there an actual story to the game? There's an actual story to the oh, game. Oh, wow. I, I didn't pick that up when I was playing it at um, at Avcon. Because the guy was like, um, the base module game of, which I'll, I'll touch on in a minute, but the base module game is not enough to keep people going back. You need to have something which makes people yearn for more. So he said the aspect of learning, I guess, sort of, got people in with a with a cool storyline so basically what it is uh is you've got to it's set in west in wild western times uh americans uh, native americans uh you know cowboys what have you um and basically you both get a, a countdown timer and then you have to press the button sequence that comes up mm-hmm. um and then Whoever presses the button sequence first draws their gun and shoots. Yeah, so it, simu- you, it simulates a duel, a duel from like the frontier times. Yeah, really. and if you miss a, a letter or a whatever, a button, uh, it sort of slows you down. Um, it's a real simple design. It's got a different. It's got a few different modes. So I saw that mode. But yep. I played a different mode where it. Uh, it's a bit like a bop it, where it'll give you one button to start and then two and then three, and okay. it's the same combination, just building as you go. That's the one oh. that I smashed. Um, the how many sequences did you get up to? Oh, I think we got it to four lines, which was I, I don't know how many buttons now, but four lines was like awesome. And I just it didn't matter who touched that game. Every time I walked past it, I saw people having fun with it because yeah, you know, like you just you'd hear it from across the room. You'd just hear this ah, oh, when mm. somebody had stuffed it up. Um, it was high pressure. I started and I played some random random fellow there from from Adelaide who was just dominating everybody on this game. <laughs> yeah. So I, I walked up like old Billy the Kid walking in. The town. <laughs> I felt that was pretty good. You know, Swooshy the Kid took him down. We made it to I think the eighth round and then he lost because you get three lives in the duel. Yeah. And so he lost his three lives. Yeah. And so Billy the Kid, I was like spinning my digital guns in my hands, putting them in my holsters and stuff. <laughs> this town ain't big enough. And then for the old bolters. old Renji Earp rolls in. And, you know, just schools me straight up. Just clack, clack, clack. Old Tonto. Billy the Kid goes down. <laughs> but it was great. It was great, you it's know. Fun. I have not fun. Uh, I have not felt so competitive in such a long time. Oh, my time. God. Especially Especially so good. Such a simple that's what, concept. That's what happens when you have no internet. You forget what it's yeah. like to school noobs, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just... It was the face buttons on the controller. So, I think it was... Was it an Xbox controller? Yeah, it was, yeah. X, it was Xbox. So we'll just so say it was A, B, Y, X. And yeah. then the, the, the directional buttons on the D-pad. Yep. Yeah. And there was yeah. a mixture of combinations on those. And yeah, it just really, really tweaks your brain capacity. And then knowing that you've like got a few seconds to get it in to then you know get that slight 
edge on your opponent, just that the brow sweat it's was just, rolling. It's one of those games that you can just pull out at a party and really just set the mood, get people talking, get people having fun. Um, you could probably turn it into a drinking game if you wanted to. I reckon you could. You could probably turn most things into drinking games. Yeah, I true. Even drinking. Yeah. Let's play Drink the Beer. <laughs> um, you <but> win! <laughs> the other thing I want to mention is thanks to Surprise Attack Games, they gave us some um, a couple of codes yeah. um, for Western Press. I've got three codes to give away for this game. How do you want to give them away? We um, haven't really talked about this. So oh, this is look, all on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all on me. <laughs> Go, um, son. Okay, so as I mentioned, the game is based around remembering things. I want you to send me or tweet me or email us or... Carry a pigeon, however you want to get so a message to me. you would tweet Reese at Fried Reese. Fried Reese. That's R-E-E-C-E. Yeah. Not those punsy R-H-Y-S Reese's. This is R-E-E-C-E. It's our handsome boy spell. Like Reese Darby? Like Reese Darby. Don't you dare talk down about Reese Darby in front of me. That man is a delight. Can't spell though. Otherwise, hit us up at thehungrygamers at 8bit.net via email. So, I want you to tweet me or... Uh, obviously, just email us. Yep. Um, what's our email, Brandon? Thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. There you go. If your answer's a bit long, send it in. I want you to tell me uh, the worst time you forgot something. Okay. Um, and we'll read their responses out on the show. How long is the comp going to run for? Uh, I'm going to run it until uh, not next week, but the show after, I think I'll announce okay. um, so- the final wither. Let's just say it um, ends on the 10th of August. Yeah, 10th of August, Fair. give or take. Um Whatever Somewhere that around is. there. If, if we get a couple of zinger <laughs> just, answers. All right, look, we're not, not, we're not going to give you an expiry date. We're just going to end it all of next, a sudden. You've got to tweet Reese now. When, when tweet we, Reese now because I'm going to take one of those Western yeah. Press codes. Do it. I like the game. And, when, uh, yeah, we've only got two we'll now. We'll know guys. the winners That's by reading that you know text-based gold when it hits us. You know, That's it. And obviously, I'll be able to DM you with the details if you win the game. That's it. So it's, it's a Steam code, right? It's a Steam code. Boom. Um, yeah. Tell us and tweet us whatever. Let us know. We're going to give you three of those codes mm. to whoever wins them. May the best duelists win. So, you know, obviously uh, Indie Games Room is where we spent most of our time in Avcon. Yeah. So, it's definitely my favorite spot. So Avcon, I think it opened up a lot of our eyes, or at least our three sets of eyes collectively. We went into it pretty fresh-faced, pretty you know, open-minded. Pretty wide-eyed, would well, you say? Pretty wide-eyed. Just I'm, I'm just... just Eyes Throwing things out definitely there. Definitely open at some there's, point. There's definitely some Creed lyrics in there somewhere. Don't <laughs> worry about that. So, Fantastic. Avcon. 20,000 people come to this thing. You know, we, we've mentioned that number a few times, but Didn't I think that's, like that's an attest. That, that's, that's a big tip of the fedora to the Adelaide gaming community because... It felt like 40,000. We, we mentioned it. We did some cross promo with the guys at D1DLC. Check them out at D1DLC podcast. Mm. These two lovely gentlemen here in front of me or the other two voices you're hearing on this podcast, co-hosted their podcast, which came out... When did it come out? Mid last week? Yeah. Wednesday last week? Mate, they had their shit together. It came out on like Monday morning. Nah, we, ours came out first. Theirs oh, came out Wednesday. Oh, is this a pissing contest we're, now, Brendan? We're a well-oiled machine. I thought machine. I was competitive. Oh, and, and they're not? No, nah, when it comes to podcasts, but they're oh. much more well-oiled when it comes to video content. Listen to this. You're going to get an angry <laughs> email tomorrow. That's all right. Um, I'm just sending photos of my hair. Oh, <laughs> love you guys love you guys oh. so yeah so we did we did uh, jump onto their show it was a lot of fun it was an absolute pleasure to be on their show with those mm. guys um, it was really crazy trying to get it set up so like we went right down to the wire on when and where we could do this podcast we yeah. did it live from Avcon um, Reese got his deck out he's got the we got the mics out <laughs> that's Australian pronunciation <laughs> not New Zealand yeah. 
That's it. That's, that is Australian uh, pronunciation. Everyone uh, was running. <laughs> so um, no, it was, look, it was absolutely awesome, and I love I love speaking to particularly Brad. Brad is just doesn't hold back. You, you guys have got to, you guys have got a budding relationship slash. The guy has going. good ideas. That's all I'm saying. The he guy just has good dip ideas. His head in oil <laughs> and rub it all over my body. <laughs> But I, I listened to listen to the, the collab pod over the weekend and, and boys, really, really good listen. Really oh, good thanks listen. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Brad. Loved it. Loved it. But anyway, thanks Avcon. Boys. Twenty thousand people. Shout out to the the team Avcon or or you know, Avcon is run for free. So whole host of volunteers set this thing up and from what I could see there was next to no issues or, or difficulty that arose from what I could see walking around the show oh, with, floor over those few with, days with those things you know with any event it's like any wedding it's yeah. like any bloody set yeah all of the drama's happening it's just happening behind the scenes I'm sure there was a stray shuriken or paper mache mm. sword go through a few verbal heads or something yeah. so I got to I got to I, I just got to uh, I think it's hilarious so we were trying Brendan hosted a, a, a bloody panel at Avcon and it was a great panel um, it was uh, about who who's more important to gaming, the uh, content creators or the game developers. Yep. I, I the answer, was... of course, is game developers, but we won't get into it. <laughs> mm. So Brendan, Reese and I were trying to come up with like shit jokes that Brendan could tell while he's up there, just little things that he could he's zing so out. Proud of these to the jokes he made. And uh, and I I like stole this joke from uh, a your great film, grandfather. A film. <laughs> what what comes first, the chicken or the egg? The answer is the rooster. Right. And obviously, you wouldn't use that. <laughs> obviously, you wouldn't no. use that. So some bloke, uh, some bloke, I forget who said it. Um, I think it was one John. Of the, I think it, it was, was John. John. One of the, one of the um, uh, panel uh, hosts, panelists, I wasn't sure that was a word. One of the panelists said uh, that game dev is a bit, or like this whole argument's a bit like chicken or the egg. Uh, and that was Brendan's cue to use the joke. <laughs> there were kids in the audience. Oh. They didn't understand. But they were like, what yeah, does but that that's mean? The, that's the sort of Keep thing the where like, out. that's the sort of thing where like 10 years down the line, they're like, ah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what he meant. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah, yeah. And you think about it, this is, this almost is mirrors watching, you know, cartoons and whatnot as a kid where all the adult subcontext just goes all over the kid's head. Yeah. And when they're old enough to understand this. Oh going, yeah. It's like, it's Shrek. It's Shrek. Like Kudos. how, like how Rocco worked for a sex uh, phone sex line. Yeah. In Rocco's modern life. Mm. I thought it was a bit crass. It was a bit crass. <laughs> but you are crass. That's what I'm, about I'm, you. it's part of my charm. No, I'll tell it, you what was crass. The lack of lighting on the host. Oh. <laughs> production on Hide, hiding in the shadows on the, on the, the, back there. On the MC, just. the master of ceremonies. Is that the correct term for someone in your position? A- anything but a master. I was just a man of ceremony. In all honesty, you did a fantastic job. And Thank it you. was a great panel. Uh, again, that one hosted by the guys, well, set up by the guys at D1 DLC. Yeah. So it was a bit of fun. And just a testament to you, mate. Just You were so hungover and you really <laughs> pulled it together for I'll that tell you one. what, those great Northerns, they pack a punch. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Ugh. That uh, that marlin on the front there. When you catch that marlin, twenty cans deep. I think know, just that uh, that bar we were at on the Friday you. night just uh, wrecked us. So, uh, really quickly, indie games room, best game or favorite game from the room? My favorite game I played was Heist. Heist? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's by. Oh, I'm really <laughs> throwing you now. Good bunch know. of guys. <laughs> just Google it. Google Heist game. Heist. So Heist Heist is a sort of top down. Um, Stealth-based action, um, done in the vein of Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy, Roger Rabbit sort of yeah. styling. That real 1920s. film noir, 
yeah. you know, there, there's music in the soundtrack with bugles and like, nee, 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 like real yeah. super sleuth. And so each, each each level, we only got to sadly play one level on the demo. Apparently the game's going to be out next year, which I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, you're tasked with breaking into City Hall. Yeah. You got to use shadows and, and objects to, you know, your advantage to avoid being seen by the guards. Yeah, You've right. got a few like sneaky um, spy stealth like devices. You've got some little cherry bombs. You've got a little trip wire. You've got some coins. So you throw your coins um, as a distraction. Obviously, naturally, the guards hear that cling clang of a couple of pounds or pence or whatever it might be and yeah. wander over. You sneak your way through and then you've got to get these uh, these schematics from City Hall and those schematics from what the developer was telling me uh, will lead into like the branching storyline where their schematics let you break into like a big place that's got a lot of high-end jewelry and it sort of you know, trickles through there. Right. So, you know, the schematics lead to the jewels, which leads to the muddy, so on and so forth. But really, really fluid to play. Like, I think even, this would make a great app. Oh, yeah. It, it could be. Like, it's controls are simple. Um, we're using Xbox One controllers or Xbox 360 controllers. So, using the, the joystick for movement, and then you've got a couple of the face buttons to do, you know, throw your money or, or you know, target your cherry bomb. Mm. The, the bumpers were to, uh, you know, select through your three little, little spy devices you had at your disposal. Sam, you, you think you got some notes there? No, it's nothing to do with heist, man. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I thought you'd been researching so we, more so we can mention no, where heist comes I, I, from. I haven't even got the internet going on this bloody thing, mate. Oh, okay. so I'm not too sure what's going on there. He's but, just bought some more Hearthstone packs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I've got to say it was it was very, very polished for you know such an early access stage of the game. Like It was the one level, but... You know the environment was great. The you know the the dynamic with the shadows is really fun, really intuitive controls. Like the the little little main character that you are, like he was just sticking to walls easily, stick like coming off them really easily. You know, crouching into shadows, working his way around like um you know office desks and things like that. So it was there was no there was no struggle while I played this, and the, the soundtrack that accompanied it, you know, was fantastic. It yeah, was right. Really simple game design, but I think it could be really in depth. It's far, It's almost like a splinter cell light. There you go. Nice, like light. I, I don't know about that. That's a pretty big call. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, say that at all. Oh, well, no worries. What game would you say that about then? Or what game would None. you say is your best in show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, I really enjoyed uh, Western Press, um, but I think the one that stole the show for both Sam and myself was Retrovision. Uh, this particular game is a, a good sort of music beat game, uh, almost like a puzzle, uh, never-ending puzzle if you like. Uh, and it's heavily based on light, if you'd like to say it, like light this music. so vague. It's yeah. the vaguest description. Well, how do you describe it? You've it's got a, a cylindrical uh, thing in the middle. He's thrown your name into it. It's a runner. It's a it's a, I'll, I'll call it like a, like a runner. So you, you're literally running up this cylinder and you just control left and right. And what's coming towards you are... Um, like walls. Uh, yeah, walls and uh, uh, like lasers. It's too late, bro. My <laughs> brain just cannot work right now. It's so hard to explain. No, no, no. So what, what, you've got to overcome. You've got to go past the obstacles, right? So if you yeah. run into it, your runs over it, and you have your score. It, it sounds really simple, but it's so well done. So the, what's um the 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 developer who made it? His name's Kyle McKelly. He's actually a boy from a Sydney boy, boy from the Gong. Boy from gong. the Gong. Um, shout out to the Gong. What Kyle's done is uh, he's. And the whole thing, by the way, looks like bloody Tron. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, nothing but neon lights, which is we love here at, at the Hungry Games. And yeah. People big fan of neon. Mm. Um, <laughs> love me some neon. So can't get enough neon. So what he's done is he's 
on top of what I've just described, he's added this uh, this music, this tempo that plays underneath the the speed run or the run. It's not a speed run, but it's a run. And uh, the whole track is completely randomized, so which is awesome. So you're just like cruising along to this crazy techno shit happening in your head. Can't even describe it. I just had craft a, work. I had a ball playing this game. I was so addicted. I was hooked from the word go. Um, he reckons it's going to be available on the PlayStation Store and on Xbox Store uh, very soon, uh, and Steam as well, uh, very soon. Um, I think this game would also be perfect for mobile. Oh, that's where I thought he should yeah. have went to start. I was probably, I think he mentioned it's a lot easier to go down to try and get it onto Xbox and PlayStation as opposed to... Look, I don't have the know-how to... to Confirm nor deny that one, but uh, I look. I, I'm going to buy this game for sure. Full money to no, uh, no codes for me, my friend. Uh, it's a bloody good game, mm. uh, and I also liked Armed with Wings. I thought that was a lot of that fun. Was, that was Sun Studios, right? That was the other game I kicked your ass in. Yes, yes. We, oh, we won't talk about that. He didn't even like it. He just liked that he beat Brendan. Yeah. No, I, I really liked this game. I thought it was uh, fantastic. 2D uh, side-scroller. Yeah. Um, uh, Two main characters you, for now. You, you may call it a Metroidvania, if you will. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you want to throw that uh, term around? It's it a... Uh, cell light? It's, it's like a, chess. Oh, so much fire. <laughs> Um, so it, look, it's fantastic. We, we played the PVP, the, the 1v1, um, uh, mode where it's mm. just you versus the other person and you get armed with an array of swords. You I can think just there was 50, from, was there 50 weapons? Yeah. In this and thing? every single weapon has its own different abilities and you have different combinations and the characters themselves have their own abilities. It was awesome. I had a lot of fun and I did use the bullshit sword. The, the stats are on the swords and I used the one that maxed out everything. You, but you, I still were, you were rocking around with the buster sword from Final Fantasy and I've got a stick with a twig on the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got absolutely toasted. Hey, it's not my fault you're blind and stupid. Hey, I'm just uh, a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys always finish last. Apparently in uh, Arm With Wings they do anyway. I found that out. The but, hard uh, no, it was a bloody good game. If I'm not mistaken, you beat Sam in Greg's Excellent Adventure. The first time. The first did. round I did. But yeah. the first one is the only one that matters. So. Two, two dollar wrap. Very simple. It was literally my first time on it and you'd be playing it for like the previous 15 minutes. And then the second time through, I smashed you. Here we go. Is that, I'm, just, I'm just calling it how it is. Is that because it's about eggs? Uh, and well, you, you, I have no idea where that I'm trying to work out going. the subcontext yeah yeah because yeah. he's I think cause it was he the smashed him the egg thing oh no, touche no because you smashed him yeah. oh god see yeah cool oh, it's, it's on a few mm. levels that one uh, not as many it's... levels as Greg's excellent adventure which Mate, not, is $2 many, from the app store not as many levels as I'm willing to climb right now that's for sure <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, look and, and going back to Abcon as well what a fantastic convention it definitely feels like it wasn't very um, and it's not, no one talks about Avcon in our circles, but you go there and it's the bloody biggest mm. thing. And it really is. It is fantastic. So many people came out um, to cosplay, to compete in the game tournaments, uh, to go and see the, um, the, you know, the, big, the big names they got out there. They had Caitlin Glass out there, um, who's like the voice for Winfrey from Full Metal Alchemist, which I love. Very I love. prominent voice actress. Absolutely. Did you hang out with Kate? No, mate, she's, uh, she's a few, few rungs up the ladder from me, I'm afraid. He was too busy uh, kicking my ass at yeah. Western Press. Oh, I got no. so sidetracked in the indie games room, it's crazy. Yeah. I was like, do you guys want to get some like interviews? And they're just like, what? Huh? Can't talk games. gaming. Yeah. Can't talk being competitive. It couple, was a great work. A couple of other ones that we, um, we had a hit of that were pretty good. Did you guys try face golf? 
Yeah. With the I VR headset. I, I totally did. <laughs> so after just, you guys told me what it was, we'd already left. After you told me what it was, so I just totally tell to... our listeners what Face Golf is. So Face Golf is putt putt golf via a VR headset. So, but your head, like look at it this way, your head is the putter. Yeah. So yeah. you've got your face, you know, your headset on. You're looking down as you would holding a putter normally, but instead of holding a putter with your um, hands. But I actually found myself doing the actions with my hands, even though there was no putter to hold. Just yeah, instinctively. me too. So I was holding a, you know, an invisible putter, lining up my head with the with the golf ball, <laughs> and swinging back to the right like a spaz, <laughs> and then swinging the other way to hit it. Like you feel very very stupid playing this game, but. It was interesting. I, I think that's the idea. I, I like the sort of change or, or that additional interaction and that, you know, flipping of the dynamic of those, you know, tried and tested putting snap games. You know, it could be a snap game. It could get a bit messy. You know? Am I just a bit what, selfish a for VR? just wanting a normal putt game for my VR you want, though? You want VR snap gaming? Well, if you had one of the Samsung VRs, you could do it anywhere. So sitting on the toilet. But, I don't know that you, you, want, a, I don't know you want a full range of motion when you're on the toilet though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you'd, then you'd need a much bigger toilet. I'll let you experiment first with your Samsung VR and <laughs> <laughs> come back to me. And I, I, need, to, I need to get another Samsung phone then because I'm, I'm on that iPhone uh, bandwagon again. Nah. Any, any other games you guys liked? Or uh, Icebox is one that I, I yeah. really loved. Cool yeah. speed run game. Uh, yeah. Get to the end as fast as you can without tripping over pretty much. Yeah, absolute race. Yeah, so it's done by Games of Eden. Legend named Carm- Carmine. 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 It was funny because he'd answer to both and then I'd ask him the ex- pr- uh, correct pronunciation yep. and it sort of, it'd change from conversation <laughs> to conversation. So <laughs> He's we'll just, messing with you. Yeah, so we'll just call him Karma for now. Let's Karma. Let, let's just call him Carmine. Sea dog. No, not, not sea you dog. Aren't, you aren't that close. I don't know. <laughs> You're not that close. No, I look, there are a whole bunch of games in that indie games room that we could talk about. I, I really think that, uh, you know, there was some some great games. I didn't really expect to see uh, games like Retrovision, games like Western Press, uh, Armed with Wings, games that I really I thought everyone really was getting half finished. Like, yeah. You're not I mean, and look, they are, and that's the thing. The games are actually still not finished. They are still in dev. So, I mean, that's why you, all you see is suggestion boxes around people asking for feedback because they're still, you know, alpha, beta at best, you know? So, uh, it was fantastic. Mm. I had a great time with it. There's a similar um, exhibition on once a year that's actually the uh, UTS uh, software design students put on their showcase. And it's at the UWS in Parramatta. Um, and I'm, you might be able to find the information on their website or Facebook, but uh, I went there a couple of times when I was a kid uh, when I was studying software design and had a similar vibe to the indie games room because, you know, they just had a bunch of guys set up with computers and you could go and test their games. I remember playing one game that was kind of like Gaelic soccer, but with fantasy football teams like uh, Knights and uh, Orcs and stuff. Sign me up to that. So it was like, cool. uh, like Blood Bowl? Yeah. But, exactly but it was like, like real, time, real time FIFA. Not, oh, well, if it's real time, then yeah. And, and it was like you could run up to people and do moves and stuff. So I, I love that game, but I never saw it. Apparently, they were going to get sold to Microsoft and I told them not to. But yeah, check that so one out. So they didn't because you told them not to? Yeah, mate. It was all me. Don't, don't, don't sell to Microsoft. You, you, had, you had a lot of pull at a very early age. <laughs> But I imagine but an I, eye for talent is what he had. <laughs> but I think my thinking was is that if you sell to Microsoft, they'll just buy your game for like, you know, ten bucks and then sell it for millions and millions. But I don't know. Maybe that was just my teacher who warned me against stuff happening like that. The business insights of Reese Kirby at 
I want to say age 15. Well, that teacher went to prison for hacking ATM software. Oh, so. wow. So you were learning from the best. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was learning from a real life hacker. <laughs> yeah. um, what did you think? You, I think he's both played um, brief battles with me. I didn't. Did you both? You, you, you and Sam I played did. Sam, didn't you? Yeah. What did you think? That, that was one of the ones leading into this that I was most excited or interested in getting my hands on. What did you think? I thought overall it was good. I agree. Not great, but good. You know, possible. You, you could have said anything there and I would have just... Yeah. So you think it was good. You think it was, it was good. But you think it was passable. It was blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's, it's a 6, 6.5 out of 10 if we're just making what? up random metrics for All right. now. So the game, the game is... Uh, I forget what, what, what the genre is, but it's like Super Smash Bros. It, basically, yeah. you, you, you're just uh, four people on a screen beating each other mm-hmm. up. Beat em ups. Beat em up. It's not a beat em up. Um, beat em ups is like Dusty's. Yeah, game Streets of Rage and stuff. Yeah. Um. So what 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 do you think it lets it down? There was a few little annoyances. The, the it's it's like a it's a four player like it's a you know fatal four way match. Yep. And you and you got these four little tunes, but they were too small on the screen. Yeah. They were hard to differentiate who was who. I okay. found it some especially when you die, and they respawn you. If someone's right next to you, you go who am I for a second? Then you stop, and then all of a sudden you're dead again. Yeah. Um, the combat wasn't wasn't overly deep. Obviously, there was a couple of button like face buttons. There was a there was a punch. Then there was you could do almost like a jump and then like a, a like a vertical smash. I don't know what you'd call it, like a butt thump like a, sort yeah. of type of thing going on. Yeah. And there was only three three items you could pick up. There was the, the toxic la- goo. The toxic goo. There was like the lava pants. So so the whole whole premise in the back of this is you pick up magical underwear and. They grant you certain powers. Briefs, one might briefs, say. Briefs, briefs, some, some briefs. Yeah. yeah. So okay, it gives you the ability to shoot fire. There was ice. You yeah. got um a, and, and an armor poison. buff, and then there's poison. Yeah. So I, I think I um, think I've got a pair of those poison ones. <laughs> I think most quietly. of yours are poison ones. <laughs> uh, look, I, I agree with the uh, like the the fact that they look so small mm. and I think that's easily solvable because it's just oh, camera. Yeah, it's, it's so if you simple. think of Super Smash, it tightens in when the players are close enough and yeah. then it goes out. You know, that's... that's. I want to say that that's a, a fix that's yeah, achievable. If, if they made the camera adaptive, it'd make it a lot... A uh, lot um, you know, easier on the eyes. Yeah, sure. And, and then the underwear, the briefs. Uh, I agree. Yeah, it, it seems like Flesh there's not enough option. Um, I think the map design sort of lets it down a little bit mm. in that there's not really enough happening between the maps. You've either got, it, it seemed like spikes and trapdoors were kind of the two that was main much it, mechanics yeah. uh, for a map. And there was like one map that was that had the portals, The portal one. Did you like that uh, one? I think it was the one that had the portals and spikes everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it could just be, uh, actually just thinking on it, that should be enough. Mm. So what's it missing? I reckon maybe it's just—it uh, seems a bit bare in the background there. Yeah, like in—in in just comparing it to Smash, if you're in Smash and you're on, you know, a map that like you're you're on a plane in one, and you're literally flying through things, and then the things you fly through become the obstacles you get around. It's very dynamic, whereas thorns seem a very—I don't know. There, there was spiky environments across every map, and and you hit one bit of spike, instant death. Yeah. But then you could hit a guy three times with a fireball and you'd be fine. But then if one guy did the, you know, the butt drop, butt drop down onto you, instant death as well. So it was sort of a, a skewed damage scale as well, which I was yeah. Like, but mm. there's a bit of punish on that butt death. Oh yeah, because it sort of gives you a half half second stun. Yeah. If you miss them and you know you obviously Either broke, way. broke your backside or whatever, and yeah. then just whack whack. Happened to me once. Oh no. Yeah. <sighs> 
But no, it was, I, I liked it. It was all right. It was made by Juicy Cupcake. I think overall, aesthetically, it looked nice, but just it did. increase those characters or, as you said, put a bit more of a varied camera. I, I, think, they're, I think they're solvable issues. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's a good game. I do think it's overall a good game. It just, you know, yeah, a bit more depth and you've got me hooked. You've got me interested. Mm. i got to say, I think I finally understand cosplay. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of that at Avcon. Going into Avcon, I was sort of just like, Okay, I get that you uh, you make the costumes and whatnot, and that's all very well and good. Like, what's the what's the real end game? What's the point here, though? And not like uh, not not sort of being condescending, but just as a in a in a, a stance of I want I want to understand because it's yeah. uh, it's it's a million dollar industry. It's a, it's a very alien subgenre to us. It's I not think slowing as, as down. A whole, you it's know, not slowing down because because I, I grew up, you know, going to anime conventions where people would do. Um, cosplay in almost a funny way like they wouldn't take it seriously okay like they'd, like always, they'd almost parody the cosplay yeah there'd be a guy there every year with pool hose wrapped around and being a tentacle monster and there'd be you know girls in Sailor Moon outfits that they bought on eBay and it's like yeah but they never really took it seriously and now when I went to Avcon mm. I saw people with like massive Gundam suits on with lights mm. and moving parts and I'm like holy crap I get it now I think the idea behind it is to um you know, use your skills as a builder mm. to try and make the costume as close to, you know, the the anime or the game that you're trying to recreate, but to the most minute detail, mm. whether that be decals or a little bit of wear and tear from battle or something. It's like mm. those it really, details really make it. It really is impressive because yeah. obviously the cosplayers, they do all this out of their own pocket. Yeah. So, and I, I know the materials, I know a few cosplayers and buying that warbler, um, shaping foam stuff that they use predominantly across the board. Yeah. yeah, it is not cheap. And then the hours and you know the strain and the energy and the tears and the frustration that are going into making these things. It's you're creating a piece of art. You know, you can't put a dollar figure on it at the end of the day. Like it is, it is a part of themselves. And as, as you touched on, there's I think there's two two avenues they go with it. They either just want to replicate that character aesthetically but then you meet the other ones too where they actually want to replicate that character emotionally and they become that character they either put the voice on yeah or they're in that character the whole day they did a panel uh of cosplayers who were all in character there yeah and i i I caught the last uh, the back 15 minutes of it i thought it was awesome and everyone was having fun it was very interactive yeah that whole community is such a um like such a really giving community everyone's uh, really accepting and give you lots of advice and understanding and no one's ever like uh, negative towards anyone no. from what I can see. And I just think it was great. Like if, if you're not, if you were like me and you don't really understand the concept of cosplay or why people bother, um, I would suggest just going to a convention and just, you know, asking some uh, cosplayers for some photos because that's how I actually learnt is I was... Um, yeah, just, you're doing a, a couple of little quick Q&As and... Yeah, and like I had my camera with, with me and I, and I thought, well, may as well take some photos for the website, which I haven't put up yet, but... Um, we'll get there. Yeah, I just sort of spoke to him a little bit and, you know, here I learnt everything about cosplay and really enjoy it. So I think uh, next time I'm at the convention, mm. I'll check out some cosplay, good stuff. It was a huge, huge sort of showcase of it at Avcon too. Like I'd say... I haven't looked at the figures and the facts nationally here, but I'd say it's probably one of the biggest um, cosplay-based you know events in Australia, especially yeah. tied into more of that anime side. Yeah, you know there was countless anime portrayals 
from guys and girls out there. Like you couldn't turn around without bumping into into a character you've seen from some kind of various medium. So yeah, yeah. no, well done. Well, especially because one of those days was a little bit colder, and you know they it didn't stop any of them. They they still rocked up in costume against the elements, rain, hail or shine, still put on a good show. Yeah, you know? yeah. Maybe mm. next year we'll we'll try our hand at something. I yeah. could get on board with that. Yeah? Yeah, I could get on board with that. Mm. Who would you be? I've no idea. I've no idea. But can I just wear a big Snorlax costume and just sleep all who day? Who would I be? Who would I be? Snorlax. Snorlax. Damn it. Yeah. Who am I now? You're... Uh, the, wo- oh. the woodsman. The woodsman? <laughs> I am wearing a flannelette shirt and a beanie right <laughs> That's now all I think a scruff right beard. Now. We'll get back to that. We'll workshop this idea. We've got, you know, just under 12 months to, yeah. to refine this. I feel, like Saturday, can... I feel like Saturday morning Hungry Gamers would have come up with better answers for yeah. that question. Ma- maybe yeah. we can make costumes and the worst one has to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. THG Nights is, uh, you know, nowhere near the, the smoothness and the professionalness of uh, you know, I disagree. Yeah, I think we're going great. I think we, I think we're just uh, letting our hair down a bit. We're gonna pop shots. That's you know, it. A little bit more. That's it. Good. Cosplayers, if you've got tips or things you want to mention about cosplay to us that we might not know, or... send us all the tips. Yeah, tell all us who who we should go as. Hmm. Yeah, there is a cracker of a photo on Twitter at the moment of Brendan uh, uh, Reese. I was gonna say Brendan Sam and I. Uh, Brendan Reese and I at Brendan's thirtieth. Take a look at us and let us know what you think we look like. We're having a good time. Uh, we're, we were very, very drunk at that stage, I think. Keep in we mind, I'm good quite, time. quite fragile. Go uh, for it. Emotionally. Mm. I think it would be uh, a character-building exercise, Reese, if we allowed ourselves to be savaged. Mm. Yeah, because you know what people are going to say? that They're going to be like, oh, I saw that photo of you, Brendan, and uh, Mitsubishi Express, but I don't know what, uh, <laughs> what the photo you're talking about is. <laughs> I... Uh, I love my. At new least Komodo. you didn't say the Deltia. Could you I know the I, big off-road? Oh, the Delica. Yeah, that one. <laughs> did I tell you about that kimono that I got? Right. We saw it happen in real time. It happened in real time. I uh, I looked at it the next day. It's from Cotton On. Oh wow! Yeah. So you thought it was a real Japanese <laughs> I kimono? It was a real Japanese kimono. <laughs> and then you find Sam, out it's ten dollars. Sam stole a kimono from somewhere. We won't say where, but he stole a kimono from somewhere, um, thinking it was a real Japanese artifact. Our, our, our listeners are <laughs> not pretty... like an artifact. Not like I mean, they make kimonos in bloody uh, you know where kimono factories. Where, kimono factories. That's what I was looking for. Big better. Kim's Kimono Factory That's Warehouse <laughs> on Parramatta Road. It was yeah. made in China. Which I thought was disgusting. So have, have you and <laughs> have you been chilling in your mono? Just straight up your mono, nothing chilling. else. I have been chilling nothing in else mono. though. Just or is that important to you that you it know? Is. Or? That, that's that's the ultimate way well, to chill mate, in the just, mono. You just you just imagine it how you want it to be, mm. and I'm doing it. Mm. Nice, mate. We have some news headlines. Let's get into some news. This week's news headlines. So the first one we've talked about it to death. Everyone's probably sick of this global phenomenon already but uh the first user um known as ftb underscore hodor i'm still playing it hodor hold the door from the usa has become the first person to catch all 142 pokemon so that's all not all that's all that he can get technically in his region there is a few region like pokemon farfetched is locked to asia Mr. Mime is apparently Europe only, and uh, Kangaskhan is Australia only. Mate, do you think that stopped Ash? Was that part of no. his thing where he'd, he... get, he'd get on a Lapras and just boon across the ocean? Mate, I, I, I think this is the world's biggest cop out. Uh, honestly, 
He's since calling that, you FTB Hodor. He's since calling that you guy out, brother. In that cricket match, rolled the ball, uh, stopped the nation. But um, oh, yep. no, whatever, whatever that was. I think it was Dennis Lilly. Dan- that's the, yeah, since Lilly, mm. this has been the world's biggest cop out. Maybe Jeff Marsh. Uh, someone. Yeah. David Boone. I don't know. Stop. Um, I don't understand sports. But Richie Benno. <laughs> uh, Let's yeah. not forget. I think that uh, I, I don't think that's right. I think they, they should have jumped the jumped the gap. He didn't really catch them all, did he? Well, he's catched them all. It's in not. It's not called. Got to catch most of them. Well, he's caught all he can. So I look. It's so hard to pick out, especially when you hate seeing this stuff on your social media streams and you know in the news and stuff. So I I automatically use when I see Pokemon Go I just skip. So I didn't read this. Who's <laughs> saying that he's the first one? Is he or is Niantic? Niantic has come out and confirmed Niantic. it. Okay, so, well so that's he, official. He popped something on face on not Facebook on Reddit, and he sort of said, "I can't." I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. In a big way, ask me anything. Sup, Redditors, I'm an idiot. Ask I me have anything. Caught all these pokies. <laughs> yeah, most of due them. to logistical constraints, I cannot get to Asia, Europe, and Australia today. <laughs> not today. But I've caught I everyone else. Yeah, but you so, can. Okay, look, if Niantic says he did it, then he did it. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Yeah, but I also. Get a life, buddy. 153.2Ks and it took a bloody piece of shit app to get you to do that. You should be ashamed of yourself, Mm. FTB Hodel. It could be Steve Monaghetti. Who the hell is Steve (laughs) Monaghetti? Who the hell is Steve Monaghetti? Long long distance runner. Yeah. He's an Australian legend, legend, mate. Won gold medals. He's up there with Bradbury. No, Steve Monaghetti actually won like on his ability. Stephen Bradbury is our nation's greatest treasure. No idea. Jesus. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, look, he, he did it. Good on him. I can't believe it took that long, to be honest. It seems like it took a while. It did come And out. 153 Ks is, uh, is really not a big distance. To Tell cover. you what, you could have caught most of them at Rhodes. There's that many people down at Rhodes. I work night. at Rhodes and I have to say it's, it's crazy uh, hearing people in my is it still business going park off? talk. Uh, yeah, like a guy I know, and I know this flies in the face of my call that this will all be over in a week. But, and I, look, let's face yeah, it, it, it is, it, look, it is dying. You, come on, you can't tell me it's as bloody big as it was. Begrudgingly, I agree with you. Um, I don't, especially because they're going to bring trading and battling in. This thing, it, it might simmer down for a hot minute and then this oh, trading man. and battling is going to whoosh. If battling comes this in, is, it's all over. This is just, all right, so. Hang uh, on, if, bat- sorry, if battling comes in, will that spark your interest again? Battling is literally tapping at a screen. That's not battling, man. That's like that's that's just you want increasing the, the rate of that, arthritis in your index. You how is that different to playing Pokemon, Pokemon on, immersion on DS? It's vastly different. How? Because in Pokemon you have diff- in the actual Pokemon games you have you have two attacks when you battle on Pokemon Go at the moment. Yeah, there's a tap and then a long press for special abilities, which is super fun. Okay. Um, you have no, honestly, you have six v six. You have different moves. You have moves that you can actually teach them. You have types which play a factor. I'm not saying it's the most ro- like the the most in depth and robust battle system, but it is far more in depth than what tapping at a screen. <laughs> and even the types don't matter when you're bloody playing this game, and no, it, it doesn't does. work. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I know it says it's not very effective and I know it says it's super effective, but when you really think, like when you're looking at it and you're bloody hitting the thing and you're just tapping away, its Can health bar is just going down. Sorry, yeah, no, I'm too, that's how much I hate it. I'm tapping. I'm going to wait and see when this battling and stuff comes out to give it, um, I guess, because I love Pokemon Go. I, I do use it all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess my interest is starting. I mean, mate, once you've caught 7,000 Zubats, 
it starts to get a little bit old. But yeah, give us a um, bit more variety in the end. I tell you what, best so the spot is down at Sydney Opera House. This is what I love about it. Like I have the same issues you guys have. You guys have the same issues that I have. There's nothing um, really different that I, any of us are saying about the game. It's just that I realize that, and I say I call it out as being shit for those reasons, and you guys just forgive it for being Pokemon. Wake up, and sheeple. But it's not just you guys. It's like it's everyone that I've spoken to about this game. Has no one's disagreeing with me? But oh, people just yeah, like I've, it. For me, it's like I've been put a big gold star on it. And said I've it's already the said game of its millennium. It's just it's another thing that I check it on my phone. You know, it's like I check my Snapchat, my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But then I put my Pokemon Go on, and I'm like, is there any pokes around? No, okay, yeah. whatever. And then it's, I want to the next thing. It's nothing more than a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It's all it is. So it can't be amazing if it's just that, though. You know what I mean? Oh, I've never if, said if it's, it's amazing, but it's a, it's a damn no, I'm good not saying, distraction. I'm not holding you, you guys to that. I'm good saying distraction. that it's, it's like the whole world Why the it's making a million dollars a day. And, and you know what? Yeah. When, when they bring this trading thing in, it's going to take on a whole new life of its own because people are going to start trading for money. There's yeah. going to be websites set up. There's going to be bloody Gumtree yeah, but, listings. Uh, but, but you make out like it's the first game to ever do that. Like CSGO does that at the moment. Yeah, and, but... And like it's not really creating an economy... Diablo 3 did that legitimately. Blizzard implemented a mm. real money auction house and eventually they just got rid of yeah, it. Yeah, but how many users are on those games? Like there's been 50 million oh, downloads. Are you bloody kidding at me? At the time, How many Brandon. people are playing Diablo 3? Yeah, there's 3. millions, but there's not 50 million on Android on Pokemon Go in the first week. Yeah. So I'm saying. I, no, I, you, you're right. And that comes down to accessibility, but like neither of those things, and neither of those things are ever really proven to be money makers. It's just an economy. Yeah, you know what I mean? like a means to sell the items. Yeah, that's all it is. No one's no one's really making money out of any of these things at the moment. There are I some. guess time. I when guess you, when time you will put tell. time, time, not, obviously time not and RNG. Person. No, I know, but time and RNG always balance it out so that you're really not earning a great amount. It comes. It's going to come down to you know pseudo sweatshops where there's going to be you know less like they did with WoW, strong performing like gold farming. Um, you, know? you know, economy based yeah, countries where I can, I can go that where. They'll gladly buy, you know, a hundred burner phones and walk around their area all day to pick up this crap and then sell it for a few dollars more. Yeah, but uh, you know, you're you're assuming that trading's global. It could just be peer to peer trading through infrared. You don't know that yet, do you? Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. How about yeah. we move on to the next headline? Yeah. Who wants to lead this one off? You guys looked into this, or do you want me to? No, not yeah, me, I have. Yeah, I don't uh, have it in front of me. I'll, I'll, look, I'll, uh, I don't have it in front of me. Either. Do you have the article there? I do. I, I do. look. Do, I, do you want me to give us the headline? We'll sure. give you the content, mate. Okay, so <laughs> we'll give you the gold. Okay, did you buy that gold from another player? Oh no, I bought some salt though. <laughs> salt. Oh, the quality of this show just drops it with every minute. That water jug is the bane of my existence. <laughs> It may as well be an anvil. Lead block, just boom, <laughs> every 35 seconds. So I have it every Saturday. Are you drinking water or mercury? I have it every Come on. Saturday. Every Saturday I have the same Yeah, jug. but you're so much more maybe quiet put, with it. Maybe put a towel underneath it on other days or something. Or just it's, put put sorry, the silencer look, on. I'm sorry. It's if, THG if It nights. is really impacting the quality of the show. I do apologize. But also, I really don't give a shit. Let's oh, go. Here we go. He's got, he's got his business tie on. He's got his big boy pants on. Yeah. You're fired. That was my Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway. You've got better ones in the, uh, in the barrel there, mate. <laughs> so Stephen Sebula, Stephen Sebula. Yes. Yeah, he has been indicted for threats made via Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. So he's a he's a he must have been playing me for calling me out for not doing the objective. <laughs> yeah. you, you made a call to your friends at Blizzard. <laughs> so he's facing up to five years in jail for these threats. 
Um, it got brought to the Blizzard's attention on July the 3rd because players reported him for making violent, sexual and racist threats via in-game player chat. Yep. I'm so happy to hear this is finally happening because um, I think that's one of the worst things about um, the video game community is the lack of, um, I guess, accountability for people's mm. actions because, I mean, we've all experienced getting online, playing a game, being excited to play with your friends and just having people saying racist, disgusting, nasty things. Oh, yeah, the, ama- the amount of 12-year-olds that are going to, you know, F me well, up or... Hold on, it, it goes further... Oh the yeah, I was, just, I was just about to tack into yeah, this because that's not that's not what he's getting charged for. Yeah, so so that was the you know the tip of the iceberg. So you know he got banned from chat, but then he went the next step further and posted threats to the to Blizzard via their Facebook uh, page, saying in quote, um, he would pay Blizzard a visit with an AK forty seven amongst some other in brackets fun tools. End quote. Oh well, yep. that's just a red rag yeah. to a bull, isn't it? That's I mean. Yeah, so that's that's where how he's dumb charged. do you have to be? I mean, yeah. you're already dumb enough to play Heroes of the Storm, let alone, you know, charge. You love this game. You love this game. I loved it when they had working servers. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah now now they've got were... um, servers. Uh, I think they've replaced them just with shells of old cars. Really, <laughs> uh, maybe a toaster. I love on one end. He loves anyone... Overwatch so much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hot is just same the same service. Same service. Vilified. Does anyone else in the world agree with? Mate, I'd be interested to find Heroes out. of the Storm Facebook page now is your call to action I'll say one thing though you need to replace your modem because the amount of drops and things you had the other day when we were playing Overwatch yeah. you'll attest to that you and I've seen it. the wiring that was before yeah. I went wired now I haven't had a problem since okay. Ali had a problem as well and she's wireless she got banned what? Because of the drop-offs. If you have regular drop-offs they think you, you're quitting you're oh. kidding so she got she got, was on like a time-based ban oh, but anyway that's, this, that's See, yeah, the, but this Sabula guy, they'll figure that out. This Bowl isn't his first run in. Apparently, he's been charged with threatening a member of his school staff, told, told um, the Sacramento police he wanted to kill people in a local park. So, this guy's pretty yeah. unhinged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and let's call it out for, for what it is. Yeah. He is an unhinged individual. Yeah, but I, I guess it's good in, in one regard where Blizzard because it. Blizzard have such a global platform and he stupidly walked right in there, you know, it got that immediate, you know, millions of sets of I don't know how many people follow the Blizzard page I'm, I'm assuming it's millions yeah so obviously his voice was made you know a million times louder than it normally would if you just sent a private message or something so it's good that you know the authorities are taking all this seriously and absolutely yeah I think it should be easier for people to report other people and it should be easier for the gaming companies to check the legitimacy of people's claims reporting people is the easiest thing in the world it's, it's actually it's a couple of buttons yeah, it's nothing. It's the resources behind the complaint center that could never cope with it. Like, it's just impossible. There's no way you could review every case of every single person who gets reported and then fairly, mm. you know, judge them and banish or, you know, ban them, banish them, whatever, mm. um, or, or, or charge them criminally for whatever they've done. It's too much. So you would say that games are as safe as they could be? I don't, that's, I'm not commenting on that at all, uh, Reese, and I feel like I'm all of a sudden on a bloody 9 p.m. Uh, late line show or something. No, it's it not that. It's o'clock. just you're saying you're saying that reporting and banning should be easier. It, it's as easy as it can be. It's just the problem systemic with online gaming. You can't, you just can't cope. They can't cope with. There, there's a whole. Well, I, I still, I still stand behind, my, and I think people will agree with me um, if we're going to say that. I think that um, banning people for their for their improper actions online should be a lot easier. 
But, it is. Um, if you played LOL in the last year, you'd see how bloody easy it is to get reported and banned and how, how robust their banning system mm-hmm. is to the point where it shits me. If I leave a game in LOL now, yeah. I'm on You're a 20-minute wait for the next five games. And that's automatic. That's without anyone intervening mm-hmm. there on their side. They just know that if you leave and you've had so many leaves, you're out. And it's the same with negative uh, verbal abuse. If you get reported for verbal abuse after so many times, you get the same thing, same punishment. Yeah. And it works. I do not swear at my teammates in League of Legends anymore because I, I do oh, not want to wait. Because I don't believe that for a second. No, no, no. I totally don't. Like I just blow up internally. I'm mm. blowing up around me. If you're within earshot mm. of me, if you're within earshot of my block, you can hear me. But but my playmate, my players, my playmates, your teammates, uh, my teammates never know because I, yeah. I don't want to be waiting. You know, a hundred minutes of my life for a game to start, yeah. and if you miss it. You're waiting that 20 minutes again. It's it's yeah. shit. I, I can only assume in the back end. It's good that it's that you shit. Know, the back say. end of these games or even just Xbox or PlayStation as a whole, when you do report it, there's probably just a multi-strike system. So it is. That's I'll, all I'll it admit is. when I'm young, like I was younger, you know, people were just cheese moving all the time. So I'd report them for, you know, cheating or being a dick. And, and in itself, I was probably being a dick by reporting them for such a nothing, nothing yeah. event. But... You know, yeah, say if us three all reported him, maybe then it would escalate, obviously, yeah. high up the food chain, so on and so forth. So but if it a, is sort of a more of a one and done where you send a random message saying, hey, you dickhead, yeah. smashed you or whatever, you know, they'll, they'll disregard that. But if you send that message out to, you know, 20 people and they'll report you, then they'll give you a slap on the wrist or, yeah, you know, in this severe case, you know. So they've automated a lot of it. They've mm. automated a lot of it, but... It'll never. They, you can't expect everyone to be on top of it all the yeah. time. It's just too hard. It's the internet, you know. It's like a forum. Yeah. If you go into a forum, you can say just about anything you want. You get banned from that forum, but you just create another account. Yeah. Bam. Say it again. It's too hard. But anyway, <laughs> Tekken Seven. Tell I me. Got real, I got really up about that. Yeah. Look, Tell uh, me. Let's uh, let's uh, bring it up uh, just a little bit because we have three Australians. Uh, three lads from Sydney. I've actually met two of these blokes. One of them isn't your cousin, is it? And not, none of them are my cousin, thankfully. Um, E3 happened recently, and we uh, we had three lads from Sydney representing our uh, our lovely country, Australia. Um, one of them made the top sixteen, which is bloody awesome because usually we get dominated mm. uh, in in E3 in in every fighting game. Uh, Dion made top sixteen. Um, Damien, one of the other boys, so it was Dion, Damien, and Crocop. Damien defeated the entire French team on his own, um, which is not mm. easy. Mm. Uh, certainly oui, oui. not easy. We oui, we. Oui. Uh, but Merci. the only but the only caveat there is that they don't have Tekken Seven yet. They're still rocking around on. Oh. The, in France, they don't have it, but I'm sure those boys have played Tekken 7 cabinets. Yeah. They've played Tekken 7 cabinets. So look, um, bl- bloody good on your boys. Well done. And uh, I look forward to getting my ass handed to you uh, over in Market City in the coming weeks. Hang on. You're handing your ass to them or you're going to hand their ass? That sounds about right. Because you said, I'm looking forward to handding my ass to you. Getting to them his handing, ass. Hand, okay, hand so they're, they're going to lay the smack down on you, you're saying. Oh, yeah. You've absolutely. just put that white flag up and said, please be nice. That's basically Be gentle. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one mercy round, please. Yeah. And that's all, all you need. Bloody good. Honestly, really well done, guys. You got a mercy round in the Street Fighter tournament you played in. I like to think I won that You won round. the first round. I, so, won, I, won the, I won the... No, you're talking about the last fight. No, the first fight. I watched you in the first fight. You he, won the first round. It was he won Ken the first versus three. Yeah, he won the first three rounds. No, you won the first one. All right, this is going to get too hard to follow. Backstory, this goes back to Avcon. Sam yeah. jumped into a Street Fighter Five tourney, played some Zangief legend. So it's 
Sam took the first round. He took the first of round. the first match. Yeah, no, you so took like round who, who one. Cares? <laughs> who cares? No, like you could have just retired then on a high and just went undefeated. See you, losers. Just walked out. But yeah, you but took I didn't the first do that. round. I put it on the line. Kudos yeah. to you. You put it on the line. He came back and just power bombed you into oblivion. Yeah. Ken, rest in peace. <laughs> Sam, you tried. That's all that matters. It's not my game. And to be fair, it's been about four months since I've played that game. Yeah. So I like to think I did okay. You did okay. You know what else did okay? San Diego Comic Con this weekend. Yeah. Did you guys check out any of the trailers? Yeah. Um, a lot of announcements. Ha- had a few good announcements come out of this one. Yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely checked that out more than I did. Yeah, I so b- b- before sure. we dive into, we've got all the trailers neatly organized into Marvel and DC subcategories on 8bit.net. Get on over there, check them all out. They're all there ready to roll. Um, a couple of big ones. So the Wonder Woman trailer got announced. The Doctor got, Strange trailer got announced. Got shown. Got, got shown. Got shown, yes, sorry. My wording, it's late at night. I'm tired. <laughs> so Wonder Woman was shown, Doctor Strange was shown, Luke Cage was shown. They hinted at the Defenders. They also showed the first bit of uh, footage for Justice League. So as you know, or as you don't know out there, listeners, Justice League is, you know, DC's answer to the Avengers. I wonder how that's going to go. It's going to go great. Uh, the trailer looked interesting. The only yeah, but Batman vs Superman looked great. Yeah, in the trailer, yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah so oh, yeah. so Justice yeah, League. You, you know, obviously this ties directly into the Wonder Woman film, also Batman vs Superman. So Wonder Woman's in the Justice League. Batman is obviously in the Justice League. Superman's in the Justice League. That poster League. for Wonder Woman, holy crap, she looks like an absolute badass. Oh yeah, Gal Gadot just looks made for this movie. Like you know, she I was thinking flinging about flinging that whip, just kicking ass. How the whole are they going to make? How are they going to make this badass, you know? Mm. Because Wonder Woman's costume has always been a little bit hammy, you know, yeah. for, a, for a superhero. But uh, I don't know how they did it, but they just, yeah. Uh, they handled her really well, in ba- uh, really well in Batman vs Superman because she was just a badass in that. She was just destroying everything, you yeah. know, kicking everyone's ass. And that's what it's just led into with her own dedicated movie. Uh, so The Flash... Strange that they recast the Flash, who's like obviously there's the Flash TV series on right yep. now. Completely different actor, completely different universe. So obviously they're going to stand alone. New Flash actor, and then Jason Momoa, old Cal Drogo, or the recently rebooted Conan film. If you've watched that, yeah, he's Aquaman, and I think they've done a really good job setting up Aquaman. He looks like an absolute boss. Again, they managed to take this, you know, lame-looking Ken doll. Yeah, the old, the, old blonde, the old blonde Aquaman in the orange and green outfit is long gone. Now he's just tatted up and just jacked. Yeah, tatted up and jacked. That's going to be a tagline for sure. It's the way you want to be. Obviously, he still talks to fish and stuff like that, but just in a tough voice now. <laughs> You've got to keep something yeah. in the original I think, script. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think that old thing's underrated. I think it would be awesome. To to talk to fish. But then again, it's kind of like that family guy bit where the girl's getting assaulted on the beach and Aquaman's in the water and he's like, you better not come in here. I got I got fish friends, man. You better not come in here. Thankfully, they show him on the land, like on the mainland. Him and old Bruce Wayne have a little interaction in like a small fishing village and Aquaman just, you know, grabs Bruce by the throat and lifts him up, just being jacked. <laughs> Tatted. Tatted and jacked. Oh. It's funny because it actually looks like Roman Reigns from the wrestling. Speaking of being tatted and jacked, I heard they're going to do a new Triple X movie. Yeah, it's um, the return of Xander Cage. 
Yeah. It's, it's confirmed. It comes out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Vin Diesel's such a piece of shit. Is, this, is, it, is it now called Triple X the next next level? <laughs> or the level after? That's why I was so pissed off because they did that movie Now You See Me and the sequel is not called Now You Don't. Oh, the magician movie. Yeah. yeah it's just Now You See Me 2. Nyla Fisher's gone and they've put in a new lady. Like, where's Isla Fisher going? That was the worst movie ever made. Isla Fisher too busy in Ing Direct ads. (laughs) You mean ING Direct? She calls it Ing. Ing (laughs) Direct. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so that was cool. Something else that was announced, Brie Larson has been confirmed as Captain Marvel. Interesting choice. Great actress, but it's hard to see her in in that kind of role. I think she's a bit of a hot topic actress that they just threw the name out and said, yep, she's definitely the one. She's the hottest one there. Well, since, yeah, since, you know, when... And hot as in, I mean, as in... Yeah, uh, she like won the Oscar for The her, Room. Her profile. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because she went from, um, you know, comedic sitcom style uh, programs and then into these more dramatic, um, you know, film styles. Like she's a good agent. The Room, it was a great film, The Room. Not to be confused by the other room movie, which we've talked about far too many times. The better podcast. room, as far as I'm concerned. There's only one the room. <laughs> that movie is okay. The difference between those two movies is that the other one, the the supposed bad one, is going to be talked about for generations to come. But that's another story. Um, anything else come out of Comic Con? I think you covered everything I was going to talk about. So Daredevil season three has been confirmed, oh. as, as Sam said offline. How are we going to do? It's just a walk up start, like. Nothing was ever in doubt, I think, about that getting announced. But also, I mean, season two was a bit of a letdown. I like season two. I think John Bernthal, which we also talked about offline, who handled The Punisher, was brilliant in that role. Brilliant enough that he's got his yeah, own offshoot. Actor. First so season was he's amazing. He's a loved good it, actor. Second season, I was... Mm. So the Punisher TV on. series comes out next year as well. So that, I reckon that's going to be cool. I reckon, yeah. Because uh, he's got a really dark backstory yeah. on Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, so that was announced, um, unrelated to Comic-Con, but was announced this week, even though we said it was Sonic's birthday just the other day. The first two games that are coming out next year to reboot and restart and retool and rebuild and whatever else, the Sonic universe. Excuse me. Sonic Mania has been released, accompanying trailer, has uh, hit the internets as well. It's a big throwback to Gen 1 Sonic, you know, 2D side-scroller, super-fast Grabbing rings, running around, jumping, being a crazy blue hedgehog. Grabbing rings, being tattered and jacked. Tattered and jacked. Mm. It, it looked nice. It was a, you know, it, was, it almost looked like a. It looked like it was the same. A partial reboot. Yeah, yeah, like there's, you see a few minor effects where he's sort of going through sort of loops, and the camera pans around to sort of watch him scroll through it. But it didn't look like they've done a whole lot from the original. And there's even some of the original levels from Sonic in there. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's cool. You know, get the kids oh, talking yeah. about it again. Yeah. Give it new life. It's yeah. nothing it is. wrong with that. No, totally right. Yeah, but the other one that they did the same thing with Mario Brothers when they released. You know, the new Super Mario Brothers on Wii U. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the side scroller. But no, on, and there'll be another one of them. Yeah, yeah, and and to tie into, I guess, Mario World, which was that 3D one on the 64 way back when. Project Sonic was announced. Not a whole heap of information or video is floating around the airwaves at the moment, but that looks like it's going to be in that vein of. Um, Super Mario World that 3D style so there are two Sonics in that trailer two Sonics does anyone want to break that down how that works <laughs> there's I, I think it ties into they, they made like a more skinnier athletic Sonic funnily enough and the other one's a fatter one shorter legs fatter one the fatter one's from the 80s the taller leg more limber athletically looking ones from the so is, 90s. It, is it now a franchise that's aware of itself is that like so. Mario I think so okay Yeah, I can get on board with that 
so that that's where it stems to. There's probably a lot more deep-rooted data that we could sift through to find about these two Sonics. No, I'm happy. High level. Mm. High level's good. But yeah, Sonic Mania, you can play as Sonic, you can play as Tails, you can play as Knuckles. So you've got the three characters and hopefully that might then in, incorporate some multiplayer. No? Bit of two-player co-op. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think it's going to be that great. Well, we'll find out next year. 2017 is the confirmed release dates for the two Sonic games. Cool. Some other games that are confirmed for release are actually coming out this week. Jump into some new releases. We're yeah. going to do something a little bit different with the new releases. We had a bit of a board boardroom meeting. We need to flesh this segment out a little bit more because we waffle off, uh, waffle off a lot of titles. But a lot of them are completely alien and unknown to us. Sometimes, to sometimes it's a word that you you can't say. You know what waffle. I mean? Waffle. No, no, not waffle. Oh, well, the, the title, the title but, itself. Yeah, sometimes it's just like, what, what, what are we doing? Yeah. You know? So, so we'll run How through. Do you read that. We'll run through the the titles that are coming out this week, and then at the end, we'll hypothetically say, you know, if you had the money to buy any of these games, which one it would be. So, which is your sort of pseudo new release game of the week? So I'll run through them. The first one. On July the 27th is Tom vs. the Armies of Hell on PC. Okay, the synopsis. Meet Tom, a software engineer turned reluctant half-demon hero who must fight his way out of hell by turning souls into demon-searing weapons. Blast your way back to your 9-to-5 in this hilarious, isometric, indie action-adventure game. 3D top-down. So the next one. <laughs> Blade Arcus on the PC, July 28th. In a world controlled by Blade, Magic, and Fist, diverse warriors gather for battle. This is a 2D fighting game featuring characters from Shining Blade and Shining Hearts. Okay. See, that sounds a bit better. Uh, fight, fighting this game. sounds two like that anything. bloody Japanese tit game I reviewed. <laughs> Look, it looks like the same Hibu, goddamn Hibu thing. Kitsune, I think that was. So the next one, Snow Horse on PC and iOS, July 28th. This is Snow Horse, the snowboarding game you never asked for, where, where the points are made up for you and made up, and you are riding a horse riding a snowboard. <laughs> Official Twitch levels and Twitch snowboard graphics included. So, Snow Horse, July 28th. And the next one, this is the Police, PC, Mac, and Linux, July 28th. Oh, shit. This is the Police, is a strategy adventure game set in a city spiraling down the drain. Taking the role of a gritty police chief, Jack Boyd, you'll dive into a deep story of crime and intrigue. Will Jack reach his retirement with a nice stack of bills or will he end up broken or worse? I was going to go with Snow Horse uh, until I heard this is the police. I think I'm still going to go Snow Horse, but I'll look at this. Snow Horse looks ridiculous. Snow Horse like, okay. like an MS Paint game, like, <laughs> but funny. Like uh, I think it would have a... A cool element to it. Okay. But uh, I gotta say or Blade Arcus even? I don't know. Uh no. Blade Arcus is like that game I've already played. It's uh, you, there's nothing new there. What do you what are you thinking, Kerbo? The police game Jack with Jack Boyd. This, this, this is, is the, the police. police. This is the police. Yeah, like that one looks pretty cool because the graphics are kind of like cell shaded, really minimalist type of graphics. If you ever played Interstate 76, it reminds me of that. Um, and the storyline sounds kind of cool. Okay, so yeah. you'd, you'd be fake picking up a copy of This Is The Police? Yeah, or yeah, I'd say that one and then the first one you said. Tom vs. The Armies of Hell? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab myself a copy of Tom vs. The Armies of Hell. What are you doing, Sam? Are you going Snow Horse or This Is The Police? I'm going to stay with Snow Horse. Snow Horse. Yeah. So there you go. That is the games coming out this week between uh, July 26th through to August 1st. No real events going on around town, but a local event that we wanted to promote that we're looking to incorporate into our regular listening program is we wanted to reach out to the listeners 
for them to send in a soundbite of you saying the hungry game is in the most creative way possible. Two seconds. Uh, can't be any more than two seconds. And each week we're going to, you know, put that little soundbite in into our rotating intro there. You know, you obviously get full recognition. We'll give you a mention on the show. So hit us up. Email us at thehungrygamers at 8 We're running Net. out of creativity with it. We're, we <laughs> have been doing it for 26 weeks now. We're... We only know so many voices. Yeah. We only have so much We're range. out of accents. That's it. I'm never out of accents. You guys just forced me out. We, we just we just got sick of Kerbo being so damn brilliant at this. Yeah. That we're going to open it up to our listeners. Got to share it around. So yeah, two second, two second bite saying the Hungry Gamers, whatever tone you like, try and avoid profanity. If it's not too bad, we'll probably throw it in anyway, but just behave yourselves, have some fun with it. Groups are okay. Groups are Okay. Try and get your dog or cat to say it. The crazier, the better. And I think oh, if someone I got think, their dog to say it, that would be. I would just keep that forever. Yeah. And I, I think we'll work out a way like the winner each month. So, so we'll have like four. Obviously, four in the month. The winner of that month will work out a prize to All give right, them. But what do we do on five week months? We'll extend it out for five weeks. <laughs> so it, it fits within the cycle. So you got to get this no, out. The, the, the winner of June, the winner of July, August, so on and so forth. I'll stick to my Western press competition. You handle this one. Yes, I will. I'll Speaking of the Western press competition, I'm just going to throw it out there again. Send us in an email uh, or tweet me. Tell me about the worst time you've forgotten something. Um, I've got three copies of Western press to give away on Steam. Um, if you want to have a look at the game, check it out online. It's made by Surprise Attack Games. There's footage on YouTube. There's also trailers and stuff on Steam if you want to mm. check it out. Um, and if you like what you heard about what we had to say regarding the Indie Games Room, you can follow the Indie Games Room on Twitter. Yeah, that's just twitter.com forward slash Indie Games Room. Indie Games Room. Um, yeah, they have a pretty decent uh, showcase of everything that happened. We're going to have our mm. own content come out yeah. on YouTube, um, which we'll be uploading to Facebook as well. And Twitter, you'll be able to see our ugly mugs uh, get amongst the developers and uh, some questions regarding their games. Uh, I'm just focusing on stuff that we mm. particularly enjoyed, so... Yeah, so let's we'll wrap this up with a couple of quick user questions. We haven't uh, dove into the mailbag for a while, so I'll just uh, reach over here, pick up the mailbag, go sifting through. We've actually got some physical... Sounds a bit softer tonight. Yeah, I think they, they wrote these letters on a Kleenex and sent them through. Or foam know, of some kind. Foam, maybe a bit of that uh, Yorbler, that cosplay foam. Who knows? Fuck these Who guys. knows? Expensive. <laughs> Classy. Okay, so the first one comes from Seppi from Two Gamers, One PC. Find them on Twitch, find them on Twitter. Find them on Facebook as well. So uh, the man that handles the the Twitter side of it, Seppi, hit, hit us up just uh, just today, I think. And it, it's not typically related to gaming, but I guess it can tie into because everyone loves a drinking game, so I guess it ties in in that regard. So he's asked us, Hungry Gamers, what is your favorite alcoholic beverage and why is it a vodka cruiser? Oh, that's cute. I'll, I'll lead off. I've grown up probably 17 through to 20 I'd always be on the beers, but I'd start every night if we were going down the town, I'd buy myself a passion fruit vodka cruiser. It's and very, I'd have that to start with. It's I'll, very, I'll, own, it. I'll uh, own it. It's very underage drinking, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I'll own it. I would up. be on the uh, the red bears. Oh, the passion fruit red bears? Passion fruit red bears. They were like alcoholic passiona. Mm. I've said, my um my family, like extended family, one of my uncles would always have parties for his kids who were all older than me, and they'd always have the fridge stocked with vodka cruisers. That's my experience with it. And mm. by God, they were great when you're oh, yeah. you know, 14. You drink too water. many of them though and 
like real oh. sugary alcoholic drinks give me hectic heart oh, palpitations. Up. I think I'm going to die. So is the is the assumption that we sound nah, like th- we're vodka cruiser drinkers? Might be, might be, but we'll we'll take the high road and go. That was just a little sort of winky so, wink, tongue right. in cheek. What is your alcoholic beverage of choice? Uh, if I can be bothered, uh, Southern Comfort, Passiona, twist of lime, uh, salt on the rim. What do you call that? Um. I don't know. Someone made it for me once when I was at a Christmas party and it was literally the best mm. cocktail. And I've ordered it a few times at the bar and I don't know. I just really like it. Mm. Don't mind. I also really like cinnamon flavored um, Oh, like bourbon. Fireball, fireball like whiskey? Fireball, I love Fireball whiskey and I love... I even like the Jim Beam one, the Jim mm. Beam Fire. I mean, I was not exactly a petrol head, but uh, you know, Vroom. there's a bit of bogan in me. You know, bit of Jim Beam fire. I love, this is my favorite one, but on the Fireball whiskey, I love Fireball whiskey with freshly squeezed or freshly blended Granny Smith apples. It is amazing. Whiskey sour? No. Is that what that is? No, no, no. Oh, apple whiskey. Yeah. Oh. Sam, what about you? Uh, just a simple guy, mate. Cotton Draft will do. Oh, the Droughties. Cotton Draft. the Droughties. I like, uh, I love old fashions, uh, but uh, I'm a big whiskey guy. I drink just about any whiskey, man. Yeah, this is where I was going. I was going to whiskey sour. Best way no, to make just it. Whiskey on the rocks. Whiskey on That's the rocks, it. but uh, straight. I, I like the idea Ardbeg of like twelve whiskey sour. I think I got into it because I like the idea of like the guy at the bar, the you know the the alcoholic cowboy at the bar who says, uh, you know, give me one to keep him coming, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, and now guy. I'm just now I'm just an alcoholic, not even a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Uh. Yeah, whiskey sour, Ardbeg 12 with a sprinkle of hazelnut liqueur over the top. Boom. Yeah, next one. Next one. (laughs) So Lachlan D writes in, to Team Hungry, greetings from Canberra, nation's capital. Cold as hell right now. Yeah. By Kingsley's Chicken, yes. Okay, back to the back to the letter. <laughs> yeah, Kingsley's is where it's at. Greetings from Canberra. First time, long time. I consider myself quite the gamer, as evidenced by my gamer score on Xbox Live coming in at over ninety two thousand. I'm curious as to where you three stack up. Keep up the good work, Lockie. Thank you, Lockie. Uh, well, Lockie, I actually don't know what my game score is because I focus on having fun playing games. Oh, that's it's code for listen. Not high. Listen, <laughs> where I'm going with it. What okay. I'm trying to say is, have fun playing games. Don't worry too much about your game score, and most of all, don't grade your ability to play games on your game score. I would argue that Lockie likes to play games more than you do, based on his game score. Uh, well, 92,000 is a that lot. Is that is huge. I would say that huge. he has a lot more time to play games than I do. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I just, I, I don't even know what my game score is. It's probably like 10. Mine's low. Uh, I'm trying to find him right now. Maybe maybe 15. Mine's very low. I think mine's the four to 5,000. Now, the reason that that is lucky before you um, get the measuring tape out uh, is that I play predominantly on the PC uh and not necessarily through steam uh so i don't get the achievements through that and then i've only got the playstation recently and i've only got the xbox back recently really yeah my my name on xbox one it's arab salim yeah uh which is a bit of a joke it didn't it didn't carry over any of my xbox 360 stuff either um like like you is i don't really put too much uh emphasis on maybe the gamer score itself but there are games that i definitely love prestiging definitely love mm. getting you know every achievement in well that's it it's it's sort of a multifaceted question where it can either be you play a lot of different games because naturally it's a natural game progressing you know you, you get achievements and scores yeah. you go or you just you know 
100% complete a lot of games. I think it's more that Lockie would likely have a, like a massive library of games. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are games like Lockie who... Uh, sorry, Lockie, if I'm you know, assuming too much here, but uh, th- there are games out there that their whole thing for gaming is about getting achievements. And mm. I, Lockie, you don't get 92,000 without caring a little about your, uh, your achievements. So I think, you know, that that's... And that's cool. That's totally fine. But it's like, you know... I don't think any of us are those gamers though. Yeah, like, I mean, you're exactly right. There are people who are out to get achievements, but is that all they're out for? Are they no, enjoying no, themselves? Are they having fun? Or is it I just so, so you can say to a podcast, my gamer score is 92,000? Does that make you oh. a better gamer than me? I don't know. Absolutely because... does. <laughs> no, you should, uh, you should, no, nice. not, not because it's a high no. score, but because undoubtedly some of the achievements he's had to do get that score are yeah. beyond crazy. But that's not to say that I couldn't get them. It's just that I haven't. You, you just have yeah, a select like few saying, games that you like to cycle through. That's kind of like saying I, I haven't raced in Tour de France, but I'd like to think I could do it. <laughs> I could. You know I, I mean? can ride a bike. That's the Tour de France of bloody gaming scores. Yeah. Right there. So like, you like I, I, mean? <laughs> I play an ass ton of games, ass ton of different games. An ass ton. Xbox has been, you know, my my baby <laughs> how, for how, years. How big is yeah. an ass ton? How do you? How do you? Is it? It's a lot bigger than a bee's dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the two unit of yeah. measurements you got. Bees, Bees dicks, dick, and ass tons. tons. Yeah, gotcha. That's that's, that's the, the name of the episode right there. That's sure. the Brendy metrics. So, <laughs> I I play Xbox hard out. Like recently, I've you're playing right now. Playing a lot more PlayStation. My PlayStation. I think I'm only if I combine the two accounts that I had, I'd probably be maybe you know level six. Ah, oh, bad gamer. There's ranks See? in levels, as you know. Terrible. But on um, Xbox, I am at forty three thousand. On the gamer score, which and is pretty good, but that's been carrying for years, way back from the 360, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's still still a lot. So ninety two thousand. Yeah. So he he leads me in the dust. So Lockie, yeah. you're a goddamn ledge. You're a bloody genius. I don't yeah. know. Well done on the score, high. mate. Well I'll, I'll get his score. I'll get his gamer tag and I'll track down what's in his collection, what he's been doing, and we'll, we'll revisit this. We're gonna get later the juice. No, this. because we're gonna get the juice on. He'll this play with now. us and he'll school us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he plays a lot. <laughs> so, so they're the two two questions we got through this week. Seppi, Lockie, thanks for the cues. Thanks, guys. Make sure you guys enter for the Western Press competition. Yeah, and send us your little two second hungry game. Lockie's snippets. already got it. He'd have it. He'd have all the achievements in it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he made the game in his sleep. Uh, nice. Anyway. What do you reckon? Do you think that's an episode? I think that's an episode. I think that's an episode. Oh, boys. Thank you for staying with us on that one, guys. We are going to be back at the same bat time, same bat channel next week. Apologies for the latency. Love you guys. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.